Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, we're actually here in beautiful Playa del Carmen, Mexico, where we just celebrated New Year's Eve. So at the time of recording this interview, it's January 2nd, so it's our first 2018. And, uh, you know, we definitely have to get used to saying that to the 2018. So Happy New Year to all of our listeners and viewers from around the world. Uh, wishing you the best for this uh, year in 2018 and beyond. And hopefully all of your travel dreams come true this year. And one of the reasons we record these podcasts and videocast interviews is to inspire people to travel. And I know one of the big uh, resolutions for people is to travel more in the new year. So we're going to be hearing lots of tips and advice from our guests here today. Uh, so our guests are actually also a traveling family. And they've uh, been nomadic for about the last month. So they're brand new in their uh, the travel journey. So we're going to be uh, learning a lot about the foundation. On, on how they made their travel dreams come true. So our guests today are uh, and Tim, and they're the founders of Wanderless Family Life. They have a great YouTube channel where they're documenting the trip, and they have a great series called Never Have We Ever, where they uh, record all of their first, the family first, and the, of course their children's first. And they're traveling uh, with their two young daughters. So we're gonna be finding out about their family, about their travel journey, and uh, much more. So, Unche and Tim, how are you guys doing over there in beautiful San Francisco, California today? Great. Yeah, good. Great. Thanks for having cold. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely happy new year to you guys. Uh, to start off with, uh, why don't we get to know you guys a little bit better if you want to do a quick introduction and share a little bit more about yourselves? Uh, sure. So, I'm Yanshi. Um, I am super excited <laughs> to, to be on this adventure. Uh, we, we, we kind of started this whole journey ba about four years ago. Um, if you've watched our origin story, you can check that out on our YouTube channel. And, um, it, it, it all started because I've been in marketing now, almost going on 15 years and, um, decided that I was tired of corporate America. So, um, still in marketing now, which is great. I get to do it virtually. And, um, we just integrated that into everything that we're doing. Awesome. And Tim, do you want to do a quick intro as well? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Tim. Um, uh, I'm originally from New Orleans. Um, we, uh, we met in high school. We did. Um, <laughs> I, I was also in the, um, uh, I was in the warehouse in industry. I started off at UPS uh, at 18 and I was there for about five years. Then I went to uh, Kroger, which is a grocery store chain. Um, I was in their warehouse uh, for about another four years. And uh, then when she got pregnant with our second child um, and having some of those medical issues, that's when I quit my job, um, you know, to help take care of uh, my wife. So, um, yeah, and as of about uh, a year now, I've been an uh, insurance adjuster. And so that way I'm able to, to uh, work independently from there. Sounds great. Sounds great. And uh, we're going to be definitely covering a lot more about how you guys finance the trip and, and uh, where you guys are planning to go in 2018, etc. So I'd love to cover uh, more of the origin story. You mentioned you have that YouTube uh, video, but uh, a lot of our viewers and listeners haven't watched that yet. So why don't you guys uh, do a quick synopsis because that's a, quite a long video, but maybe give us a the two minute, the two minute uh, yeah, a little bit of your backstory and how you uh, decided to, uh, you know, start on this epic family adventure. Um, so it, I, I say that the first 
it started with the mental. Um, the very first, I went to school, did all the right things like your parents tell you to do, got the degree. And the first time that I realized that corporate America was kind of like a setup <laughs> was when I was six months pregnant and I got let go when I was six months pregnant. Um, and it wasn't because of anything I did. It was just budget cuts. And I thought if you always hear the rumor, that's impossible. No one lets go of a pregnant woman. And so that was kind of my first wake up call. And then years later, um, after we decided to grow our family, we had bought our house, all of these, you know, things, you don't think about all of the things that can happen to you health wise. Um, so, you know, like you, like we said, you know, I got sick with my daughter, um, all of the stress, I ended up having a mock stroke, which when I was five months pregnant, you know, my baby stopped moving. I'm freaking out. He's freaking out. Um, and you know, you just begin to realize what's important. And for us, um, as the years kind of went on, we just realized that the house, the cars, the title, you know, the six figure income, it wasn't worth our health if we couldn't enjoy it. So we really started assessing, you know, what was most important in our lives. And that was family, spending time together, having a healthy marriage. Um, and we needed to figure out how can we get out of the rat race and start actually living life, not when we're 65, but right now. Um, and that's kind of how this journey, you know, we said, let's, let's do the unthinkable and start this journey. Awesome. Awesome. And I'll have the link below, uh, to actually the whole, uh, in-depth story, uh, it's called, uh, from six figures to homeless. So, uh, make sure you click on that one to watch the whole, uh, elaborate, uh, uh, you know, kind of breakdown of that journey. So uh, tell us about, uh, you know, you said it starts with a mindset and it definitely does. Um, you know, first you got to change the mind, but also there's all the practical and logistical details of starting a nomadic, uh, you know, travel lifestyle. So tell us about how you went from the mindset to actually, what, what were the practical steps needed to uh, start this travel journey? Um, I'd have to say that, well, one, we needed to know that this was even humanly possible. Um, when you grow up in, a, <laughs> in an environment, <laughs> yeah. you know, where no one has ever done anything like this, where your family's idea of travel is taking, a, you know, a seven week, a seven day cruise and that's it. Um, you know, you don't really know what the possibilities are. So what we started doing was researching. And of course, uh, like most nomadic families, we came across the bucket list family on YouTube. <laughs> and so they were our inspiration to see that, oh my God, I can do this with my kids. It's one thing when it's just me and him, but to know that you can do it with children um, and that it could potentially be affordable was another. Um, I think then the next thing was that realizing that we'd have to give up everything that we knew. Yeah. And I was actually, uh, I was deployed out in Atlanta at the time um, because of Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Maria in Florida and you know she's calling me every day just talking about it and you know I, I really thought you know this would probably happen later on uh, this year this year now <laughs> and she was like no I, I, I want to do this like next month <laughs> and so I'm like oh okay well <laughs> so um and the the crazy thing about it all is just just did it you know that's probably one of the hardest things for people is, you know, you talk about something for so long and it's just like, you know, well, yeah, and you want to wait for the right time. It's like, no, nah, let's just, let's just let's do, do it. it. Just skip all the extra stuff. We just, just do it. So once I, I came back within, I was gone for like two months. Mm -hmm. I came back and we started putting everything up for sale. And, um, and so, you know, you, she works from home. She, um, you know, you do uh, I'm a marketing director. Marketing director, 
And, you know, as an adjuster, as an independent adjuster, you know, it could be pretty lucrative. So we, I was able to put up a lot of savings um, on top of everything that we sold. So right. um, we're just kind of keeping that going for right now. That is amazing, the speed of implementation. Uh, you know, usually it takes a lot longer from the decision to actually uh, the logistics <laughs> of planning. For us, it was about a year from uh, we made this decision, talked it through, made it public, and then uh, about a year later, we ended up leaving. And now we've been uh, on this uh, journey for about a year. It's been uh, incredible. But uh, there was a lot of preparation. So I'm amazed that you were able to kind of turn it through that quickly. Uh, so tell us about uh, what were all the steps needed. So you obviously had to sell a lot of stuff. Uh, tell us uh, about all the other, uh, what were the other kind of the major things you had to do to set off and start? Um, well, I, the thing was we were renting uh, a place at the time. So thankfully we didn't have to deal with selling our home. Uh, we had already lost the home, you know, or, or decided to give it up, you know, in bankruptcy before everything. And so it was kind of, the biggest thing was, will our landlord let us leave? <laughs> and, um, as I explained to him, you know, we had an opportunity in California, which, you know, I, I do with the company that I'm working with out here virtually. So um, that, that was the biggest barrier. Then it was, okay, let's see how much stuff we can actually sell. And as valuable as you think things are, other people may not see that same value. So there was a lot of things we had to compromise with just giving away. For example, my wedding dress was one of them. Um, I actually donated it. Uh, and so for a lot of women mentally, it's like, that's my wedding dress. I want to keep it. But for me, I was like, you know, our marriage is not dependent on this one thing. And, um, the biggest thing is being able to mentally decide and, you know, certain things are not, not necessary anymore. We literally travel in four suitcases. So, <laughs> you yeah. know, you just don't, you have to, uh, you know, unattach from certain things. So while we were selling and giving away things, we were unattaching from every little thing the electronics, the clothes, the jewelry, the all the stuff you just don't need on this adventure. Um, so that was one thing. Another big thing was that really starting to budget because when, you, when you're beginning the journey, you're like, okay, well, well how much can, do I really need to spend? Do I need to stay in a hotel? Can I stay at Airbnb? Can I stay with a friend for a week and just pay them something? You know, how do I arrange all of these things? So um, while we have a plan, the plan always changes and you have to be comfortable with that consistently evolving <laughs> as right, a whole. Right. Um, so that's one, you know, another thing. Going with the flow uh, is very different from the constant rigmarole of life of pay bills, you know, the electricity, the kids have, you know, events, we've got this to do. Now it's kind of like, okay, where are we going next week? Right. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, obviously with the kids, that's one of the major, I guess, uh, you know, challenges in uh, families traveling. They're worried about the kids. They're worried about schooling, socialization. So tell us about, uh, you know, kind of the prep involved with getting your daughters on board and getting uh, the logistics involved with uh, uh, getting them out on the road. They were, they were actually very excited. Um, I thought, you know, to being a little tougher, leaving home and, you know, leaving – leaving granny behind and, you know, aunties and stuff. But uh, they were pretty excited. And that was because, you know, you actually had them watching Bucket List Family every, every day. day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they were, you know, they, they were so excited to do all the things, some of the things that they were doing, and they, they wanted to meet them. So um, getting them on board wasn't the issue at all, actually. Um, and then 
our oldest was in first grade. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought maybe taking her out of school and leaving her friends would have been difficult. And that wasn't the case at all either. So <laughs> she was like, I'm just ready to travel and I want to go snorkeling and do all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, well, this is a little easier than I thought. Um, uh, but the program that they use is Time for Learning. Time for Learning. And so both of our daughters actually use it. And the crazy thing about it is our oldest, um, she started reading a lot better, really a lot faster. Um, she was already pretty good at math. I, I don't like math at all. I don't know where she gets it from. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but everything, but especially her reading, her reading has gotten so good. It's, it's scary. So um, they do that every day for about two hours, a, uh, two hours a day at first, and then they'll take a break. And, you know, I let them, you know, play the little Lego games on the Xbox and stuff. And, um, but it's, it's great. I, do you have anything for that? Um, the, the biggest thing, we've always wanted to homeschool our girls, um, kind of hack school them. I, I never really believe that kids should be forced to learn for eight hours a day the same way because the way, you know, my youngest learns is very different from our oldest. Right. So we're able now to take more time with them um, and review information that they don't quite comprehend. And they're not graded by, you know, this this system that's boxing them in in one way to do things. So when they show interest in art or music or dance, you know, we can explore those avenues a bit more and tie in math and science and all of those things into it. And they love it. They're, they're learning every day. They, they understand if you ask them, when do we learn? They both know every single day education is important for us and it's not just a classroom activity. Awesome, awesome. Glad to know that they're adjusting well to life on the road. So you've only been on this journey for less than a month. So it's really literally brand new. So tell us about uh, where have you been so far in this uh, you know, month of travel? Well, we came straight to San Francisco because um, his mother's here and yeah. the girls don't get to see their uh, grandma uh, a lot. So we came here for Christmas and um, New Year's and we, we're going to be here probably for another week or two, um, just kind of exploring. We, you know, been to the pier, seeing all the nice sights and things like that. And then we're headed to um, SoCal for a little bit since yeah. we're here and um, try to see if we can go to Legoland and different places like that and, and visit a few friends. And um, you know, we're, we've actually kind of planned out most of our trip till about July. July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we have a gap <laughs> until Christmas because we know we're spending Christmas in Germany um, for sure. And then um, in July, we'll be going to Africa, to Ghana and Egypt. So we're so excited about that. And then um, we know for sure in March, we'll be in Panama. Um, I'm My whole family is from Panama. So I'm going there to kind of discover my roots, um, learn more about, you know, our ancestry and where we come from. Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. So tell us about uh, life on the road, because obviously if you're in your home base, you have a certain schedule, you have your routine, uh, you can be much more productive. But when you're on the road, everything changes. So tell us about uh, how you've adjusted to this new life on the road and how have you uh, disciplined yourself and how are you guys staying productive and focused? Um, oh boy. Well, one, we definitely decided we've got to get like super healthy. You cannot have a, um, as tempting as it is to eat everything that you see in all the new places you go to, we realize how important it is for us to have our energy up. Um, so we both are dedicated to working out, 
which was supposed to start this week, hopefully. Supposed to, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's one thing. Two, I had I I don't have a set schedule of when I work, but um, when I'm working, the kids are doing their schoolwork. So uh, it makes for you know that's that's kind of our production time right there. And then I try to make sure that at least. Um, it's, especially in this, in this on the road stuff, you get tired easily. You just kind of want to stay at home or stay at your home base for that point in time. You know, we're trying to make sure that we're out and about at least every other day, getting some fresh air, you know, seeing what's out there, getting the kids off of their tablets mm -hmm. because electronics, they get really, you know, addicted to, um, you know, so, so that's critical. And also focusing on, um, financially for us investing, it's very different when you're on the road because you're just like, you know, you're, you go from the typical life of paying the bills and doing all these things. Now it's a time for where, okay, we're, we're spending, you know, typically less money. So let's focus on making the money work for us while we're doing this. So that way we can enjoy life more as we're do you know, as we're out here experiencing these amazing things. Awesome. And uh, tell us also about some of the challenges. What have you found? Uh, you said like the eating and the, the healthy lifestyle. What, what have you found as some of the challenges in these early stages so far? And of course, there are going to be a lot more challenges, but what have you uh, faced so far? The, the first thing with the eating is because, you know, we had decided to become pescatarian uh, probably a three, three four, four months, months ago. ago. Yeah. And, um, as soon as we get out here on top of the holiday season, you know, so you're dealing with all the issues, all the, all of the food that you're just like, you know what, I'm just going to, it's going to be a cheap month, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So on top of all that, but then, you know, you have to, you have to keep that discipline and find places like luckily for us, there is a Trader Joe's around the corner or, you know, you know, farmer's markets and stuff like that. So um, food for sure is one of the, the biggest things that, I, I foresee being one of the biggest challenges everywhere we go. We're going to have to actually really work for that, like find farmer's markets and find places that we can keep a strict diet on. Um, and I would say another thing may be budgeting the places that we go to. Yeah, Because we went to the Pier 39. Mm -hmm. And... Oh, my God. It was beautiful, but it it was... Kind of expensive, so. <laughs> parking. I've been there. It is expensive, yes. <laughs> and then you know, California is pretty expensive itself. So, um, you know, it's uh, I foresee those. You know, those are definitely things that you want to try to plan ahead. If you know you're mm -hmm. going somewhere within the next month or so, start trying to plan out the different places you want to go and pricing those things out, and you know, seeing as far try to stretch your dollar out as much as you can. You know, and and. Depending on the place you go as well, it'll be a lot cheaper too. Cheaper. So yeah, California is more expensive. California, yeah, yeah. <laughs> California itself is just expensive. So um, that was just obviously that was the first obstacle mm -hmm. that we hit. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we go to places like Taiwan and stuff. It'd be much cheaper. <laughs> Thailand and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Southeast Asia, you know, South America, you know, Africa. You mentioned you're going to so those places will definitely. Uh, you know, be a blessing on your wallet and in your bank account. <laughs> so you're also documenting this journey, uh, you know, just like you were inspired by the Buckless family. Now you're inspiring other families and other uh, people to travel more through your social media, YouTube channel, etc. So tell us a little bit about how you guys have documented and are going to be continuing to document your journeys on the road. So um, 
when we started this, one of the core things for us, as we've learned of entrepreneurs along the way, is that um, creating multiple streams of income, whether you have a job or not, is critical. And I knew that when we started this, I said, we need to essentially become a brand. Not This is not about being famous. This is about creating an additional stream of income to fund this lifestyle. Um, so as we begin to document this, the goal was to be able to, in the future, partner with you know, hotels and different brands that are looking for families to travel more because, you know, as many families as you do see, it's still a relatively new concept for people. Um, and so for them to, for people to comprehend that this is a viable everyday thing that you can do. Um, you know, I said from the very beginning, we need to be documenting our, you know, our travels, the emotion behind it, everything that we're doing. It's my marketing brain coming on, of course. <laughs> um, and I wanted it to be more than just a blog because people's attention span has gotten so, you know, low. People are more prone to watch a video anyway. So I said, let's just document it here. They can watch the video. You know, we can focus on partnering with brands later on. And, um, you know, the, that's kind of how the Never Have We Ever mm -hmm. kind of came about because we thought it would be really good. Um, something as simple as our girls' first plane ride with with southwest it was so you know such a cute experience for us but you know yeah. when you think about it with your kids some kids don't even fly for the first time until they're 13 14 years old so um you know it's it, it was those moments and then moving forward we'll be documenting places that we eat hotels we stay in um different experiences that we have like we went to the aquarium of, of the bay that video is coming out soon and then um, other crazy things that we do, we're planning to maybe skydive. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, the, all of those moments will then, you know, in the future, translate towards how we can create an additional income for what we're doing. Sounds great, and YouTube's uh, definitely a great a passive income stream because all you need to do is build up those views, which is obviously the hardest thing: build up the views and the subscribers. But then you can build up your ad revenue and get that uh, monthly recurring YouTube ad revenue, which is obviously a great blessing to have the passive income streams coming in. So, tell us about how you guys are video blogging in terms of uh, what equipment you're using to actually film, and what software are you guys using to edit your videos and uh, do the final production. Believe it or not, all of our videos so far have been on our iPhones. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have the iPhone X and she has the 8 Plus. Mm -hmm. And we have a um, the the smooth, smooth stabilizer. Yeah. So we have that. Um, um, I just bought a GoPro. I haven't used it yet. No, not yet. Um, uh, and the editing is done on iMovie. Mm -hmm. Everything's done on iMovie. Yeah. So it's actually pretty simple. It's yeah. not like a <laughs> huge production team or anything. It's just just us. You know, two parents on the iPhone. <laughs> there you go. And now uh, you know the iPhone technology and smartphone technology nowadays is awesome, amazing that you can uh, pretty much do full, uh, you know, movie and a uh, full video blogs without any knowing. Like I had no idea it was just an iPhone. So great job there. So uh, tell us about a little bit more about uh, what the future holds and this year. We're just recording here on January the 2nd. You mentioned a little bit about your trips upcoming, but tell us, walk us through the year. How is it looking like for you guys? Um, well, I mean, we, we kind of have an, an idea of everywhere we want to go. Um, like I said, there's, there's gaps in between, which is kind of our goal with the flow month. You know, where do we, let's pick somewhere on the map and let's just go there. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of this year will really be spent on um, 
us going to all of our dream places mm -hmm. um, initially and seeing one, the, the biggest thing, the, the, one of the biggest reasons we're doing this is because we also wanted to know where else is a really good place for us to live. We're not in a rush to buy another house or immediately rent something. We're right now focused on living life, but we're open to the possibility. If the right opportunity comes along, we may settle somewhere for, you know, three months, six months, whatever the case is. Uh, and, and so that's, that's one thing. The other being, um, you know, if a potential opportunity comes up with a brand that would like to work with us to document more of our travels for other families, um, we wanted, we, you know, we did this for us, but we're realizing along the way that so many people are inspired by what we're doing. They're like, oh my God, you guys are so brave. You sold everything. You know, I can't believe you're, you know, we're, you're all of these amazing things. So, you know, it almost pushes you to say, well, let me show you what else the world could be like. Like there's so much more. Um, so we're, we're open to the possibility of, of that as well. So we're doing uh, like LA, San Diego within the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll probably be there for a few weeks. Um, I know in March we'll be in Panama and her birthday is March 2nd. So, you know, we're probably spending quite a bit of time there. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I know in July, July, July is when Africa. we're going to Africa. We'll be in Ghana mm -hmm. and, you know, probably spend a good bit of time, you know, going some places in, in Africa. In Africa, definitely. Um, Scotland. 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 That's a, yeah. it's an interesting story. He recently found out that his ancestry traces back to Scotland. Yeah. Um, wow. So we want to go and visit, um, and, you know, based on the last name, learn the history so that we'll definitely document that. That'd be interesting. Right. Um, and then, like we're we're fi we're still figuring out in between that and for sure, like she said, um, Christmas in Germany. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's where I was born. Um, yeah, she was born and she's an army brat. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she was born in Germany and and now she's talking about this Christmas in Germany in the snow. Like you got blah, to. Blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> we'll definitely do Christmas in Germany. So that's Sounds all. like an amazing, amazing year. Uh, so what tips or advice would you give to other families, other individuals who are watching here and they're like, you know, envious or jealous or they're hoping and wishing they could do something similar? You obviously uh, have done it, but also you've made some mistakes and all. So any major tips or advice besides the Nike Just Do It slogan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say, one, make sure if this is something you really want to do, um, mentally prepare yourself prepare yourself for to be able to unattach from everything you know from what your family is going to say your friends most people are going to look at you crazy and say why would you want to be homeless around the world where you know no one um you know you have to get over what other people think that i would say is number one number two just like starting a business make sure you have at least some type of money set to the side it doesn't have to be I mean, we didn't start this with like tens and thousands of dollars. We started it with, you know, a few thousands, you know, put away. We saved something. Um, so at least have that and a credit card. Have at least one credit card. It's so we sent, I, we hated credit cards. Yeah. But we got one simply for the benefit of no matter where you go to, um, whether you're renting a car or, you know, you need to stay in a hotel really quick because someone cancels your Airbnb, you know, unexpectedly, those things are needed. Um, so I, I would definitely recommend that. And then document the journey. It doesn't have to be blog. It doesn't have to be a vlog, but those are really great memories. memories yeah. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's something that everyone should do, at least once, I think.
Yeah, and it's definitely easy to forget about all of these things you do, where you've been, what are the place called, and uh, you know, it's great to document it, especially for your kids because uh, they're gonna forget even more easier. So, right. so now see growing up, they can look back and see how these formative years of their life were. Tim and Yunchi, about how can people find you on YouTube, social media? How can they connect with you, follow you along in your journey, and get inspired? So you can follow us on our YouTube channel at wanderlustfamilychannel.com. Um, that's the direct link. We update videos weekly um, there. Now we, we don't really have a set schedule Sunday, Friday. It's We're just putting up new videos every single week. <laughs> um, same, And then on Facebook and Instagram, you can find us at Wanderlust Family Life. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for being on the show today, and I'll have those links below for everyone watching. Uh, so, wishing the best, uh, you know, in this upcoming year, in your family, in your marriage, in your, uh, you know, parenting, and of course, in your business and in your travels. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for being on. And uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. If you've been inspired, uh, definitely uh, subscribe uh, uh, to this amazing family on YouTube and follow them on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, maybe pick their brains and ask them because they really just started. So it's a great time to ask them about all these mistakes they made and how they've actually made their travel dreams come true. And, you know, uh, we're going to be interviewing a lot more people over this year. And uh, in last year, we actually recorded over 330 episodes with uh, families, couples, individuals from around the world. We have almost 100 interviews with uh, other traveling families, other digital nomad uh, families. So definitely tune into our, our uh, YouTube channel and our iTunes uh, to get inspired yourself to travel more this year. Uh, so thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode and uh, wishing everyone the best for 2018. Uh, so thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode. Happy travels, everyone.